ladies and gentlemen, from All Seasons Studio 306 in Midlothian, Virginia, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, How Does When You Sleep Affect Your Intellect? Remember to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Remember to keep practicing your best behavior. Yes. No acting here. What you see is what you hear or get. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben. Let's welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon? Hey, once again, I'm doing fantastic, Ben, but it's getting better. Always, that's, that's uh, by the grace of God, I am glad to be here on the Undiluted Truth. And welcome each and every one out there in podcast land. Uh, it is good to be here. Yeah. All of you uh, rock tumblers and truth Absolutely. seekers, you have tuned in to the only place that you can be injected with the undiluted truth. So it is great to be here today. And uh, just wanted to mention uh, out there, uh, you might be wondering where might you be able to tune in if you can't tune in on your favorite uh, platform, but uh, we can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podbine, Audible, Podbean, and many more. Uh, and you yes. might off the top of your head know uh, one or two more, Ben, oh, but I just wanted I to mention those. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think probably, I, for some reason, my go-to is always Spotify, but it's probably because it's right there on my phone. But uh, yeah. anyway. Yeah. I, I tend to... Well, I do Spotify, but I also have Radio Public on mine. Oh, but I know very we're good. on. I know we're on other ones too. Um, but a quick comment about a question at the intro. I was going to say, can we sleep on that? Oh, so we can oh, get smarter. And yeah, get, get the answer. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. All right. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with sleeping on that if you're sleeping at the right time. Oh, all right. It, it, it might depend on what kind of answer you want. Hmm. Do, all right, do you all want right. the right answer? Do you want the truthful answer? Well, good point. Good the, point. There's a lot of questions. And ladies and gentlemen, this is one of my, of course, when I started, uh, when I was introduced to this, and I'm going to call her a young woman, even though I think 64-ish, uh, I've heard her say her name, but hmm. she's she's absolutely awesome. I told my wife that she's my new hero, you know. Right. Maybe yeah. not my new girlfriend, but my new hero. She is just a bevy of knowledge. And what I like about Miss Barbara is that she doesn't just tell you things that are beneficial just because she tells you or, hey, eat this, do this, it's good for you, you know, that right. sort of thing. Yeah. She she breaks it down within the within the body structure and that's what i really appreciate and it, to me yeah. it just solidifies everything that she's saying and doing and after all we are fearfully and wonderfully made and she talks about that how the body is made to heal itself and that's why i it's just exciting to know uh the things that she presents and this is a very unique 
thing that I don't know that many of us think much about other than I slept well, I didn't sleep well. Yeah. But the thinking about all of the things that go on while we're sleeping in our minds, it, yeah. it's a wonder that we sleep well. I mean, that, That's true. Yeah. And, and thank you for doing a slight introduction because I think in the intro I missed introducing her because I was going to tag that on the thing. So it's Dr. Yes. Barbara O'Neill. Yes. Um, but yes. Yes. So... And uh, she is, this is a summer convocation, uh, and we, I'm not exactly sure, uh, was this one in uh, Australia, or was it in uh, New Zealand? I New haven't Zealand. been able to pinpoint that yet. Yeah, we haven't been able to pinpoint it. Well, <laughs> as soon as we, maybe, uh, well, we, let's sleep on that, maybe we'll get a little smarter that's, and be able to pinpoint true. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can pin the tail on a donkey with my blindfold on. Right. Uh, as they say, a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. But This is true you can actually enhance your pinning of the tail if you, I guess, sleep at the right time is what we're told. Yeah. Uh, and if you try to put those two things together, you might need a lot of duct tape wrapped around your brain. Well, anyway. Uh, Fair enough. Without any further delay, let's get going. And uh, the first voice you will hear is going to be Miss Barbara, and she is... In the uh, the the time of uh, let's say the time of when we sleep and and uh, how important is the actual sun up sun down and number of hours etc. So ready over there, Ben. Ready. Okay, let's roll. What they found is that these two periods happen in ninety minute intervals. What Dr. Matthew found after many years of research and actually looking at many more years of research, that the brain needs eight hours a night. Now he was not happy with this conclusion because it's not a conclusion that he wanted to come to, but eight hours. So that can be 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. It could be 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. That's probably my favorite. Or it could be at a stretch in the summer, it could be 10 to 6. So God always gives us a choice and there's our choices. <laughs> I'd like to show you how these work in the night hours. So non-rapid eye movement time and rapid eye movement time because there are different parts of the night where these are more active. So let's do the 9 to 5. So 9 to 10.30, that's our first 90 minute. Non-rapid eye movement time or activity takes up 80% of the time. Whereas rapid eye movement only takes up 20% of the time. So our next 90 minute is between 10.30 and 12 midnight. 60% rapid eye movement non-rapid eye movement in that time and 40% rapid eye movement. So between 12 and 1.30 a.m., it's about 50-50. Mm. 50 rapid and 50 non-rapid eye movement time. So we move on and now we're up to 1.30 to 3 a.m. And it's 40% non-rapid eye movement time and 60% rapid eye movement time. And that brings us to the last two hours, three to five, and that's 20% non-rapid eye movement time and 80% 
rapid eye movement time. This explains so much. If a person goes to bed at midnight, they can wake up in the morning and there still can be some memories in the short-term memory unit so that through the day they won't be able to take in as much of their memory. Interesting. And if a person goes to bed at midnight, they've actually lost out on some of their cleaning system. And as you'll find out tomorrow night when we look at Alzheimer's, missing mm. out on that cleaning system means little amyloid calcified plaques can build up in the brain. And I don't know anyone that wants to get Alzheimer's. Mm. And there is a reason. Proverbs 26 verse 2 states that the curse causeless shall not come. Alzheimer's should not be happening. And often there are many causes, as we'll see tomorrow night. But one of them, a big contributing factor, is lack of sleep. Interesting. We need to be going to bed to access not only pineal gland activity, but also these systems that happen every night. When we have our full eight hours, it allows for these two systems that God put in the brain for rest, recharge, for cleaning, for, for movement, from our memories to different places, for dreaming, for filing, for inventions. All of that God designed to happen in our sleeping hours. What Dr. Matthew Walker found, and he did a lot of research on this, he got 20 students. Ten of them had six hours a night. Ten of them had eight hours a night. And they all learnt the same thing. And at the end of three months, the ones that were on eight hours sleep a night, it was all in a university, they were all students, they retained 30, sometimes 40% more than the ones that had six hours sleep a night. So Oxford University asked him to do a paper on good study habits for Oxford University. And he talked about this. He talked about the importance of going to bed early, that best study time happens early in the morning. Go to bed at 8 and get up at 4 a.m. In fact, those two hours from 4 to 6, the person can learn almost twice as much and retain twice as much as uh, 10 to midnight when the person's falling asleep. He also talked about the danger of having stimulants. He talked about mm. the importance of exercise, about the importance of nourishing food. And he also talked about the importance of not having so many exams altogether. <laughs> he talked about having one and then a few days break and then another one to allow the students to revive. Well, they never asked him to write a paper again. But actually what he wrote was the truth. This is interesting. There's a lot of things that, that have come to my mind on this. You know, of course, the last thing she said, I thought, some of part of what, what I was thinking anyway is taking a break between exams. I mean, how many of us over the years, whether it be high school, college, wait the last minute and then try to cram in right. <laughs> all of these exams that are coming in in one week's time where yeah. boom boom and you know and 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 the fact that you know sometimes and I and I thought this 
I don't know if this has happened in, and it would be interesting for me to know as far as age of people, but I know here one thing that I've noticed, and, and uh, one of our coworkers has mentioned this. You know, there's some days that you're trying to to remember something, right? And you, it, it could be anything. It could be a street. It could, you know, in our in, in our work, it, it could be a a, a product. It, it could be anything, or it could be it could be a an old actor or actress that you're trying. And and it's just right. It's blank. Yeah. And and then you go, and I don't know. I can't remember it. And then it could be a couple of hours later. It finally comes to you. Yeah. And. That's what I'm, I'm because she said that, that you know what goes on with the you know with the filing system and the cleansing and 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 all of that it helps the short term memory and right. you know depending on the you know the hours of sleep so I'm thinking instead of thinking I'm getting old my mind's wasting away. Right. And I'm going to settle on in to old age, and I'm just going to forget things. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen, don't think that. Just look at your sleep habits and start following a very regimented sleep right. sleep time. Now there are other things because she also mentions in you know to get the full effect of all of these things in health that there was other things you know nutrition and. And exercise and that right. sort of thing, fresh air, yeah, involved in in this and even in the study that they did with the students, I right. find that very interesting. But how important sleep is, and I think that that has just been sort of shoved off to the side and not right. being been stressed. And I know that was never discussed when I was in school. Yeah, uh, and up until here, I would say recently over the last few years. And few being three, right. that I have really come to understand how important that is as far as memory and an intellect. Yeah. You know, it's always been, you know, and then of course she just skimmed and she'll probably get it more into it that what we think is the best way. Well, let's load up with as much caffeine as we can so we can stay awake and study. Right. And she says that's that probably the not, worst thing yes. to do. Right. You know. Yeah, and I was My I was going to go off what you said too, and w- if you listen to our last podcast, I, I guess uncoupled with this one with what she was saying about sleep in the last one, um, if you're not um, if you're not getting your proper sleep, one the memory thing like you're saying, but two, you're not getting that. Um, I forget what she called it, but the cleaning out of the mind mm-hmm. during the whole process as well, which can help, um, even if you are under stress, it can help clean out your mind and help with that. But you still need to eliminate your stresses to a certain point too. But what I'm getting at is people that you know don't, don't get the right sleep and still have a lot of stress, they're not getting that benefit either. So it benefits you in, in the way of the stresses on you as well mm-hmm. to get the proper sleep so that it can help with your mind, but you still need to get rid of the stresses as well. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. So. No, and and then emphasizing the the study time, the study habits would right. be early in the morning. Yeah, as soon as you wake up, you're gonna. And she said you're gonna retain more. 
at that point in time is you're going to be sharper then. Right. I, awesome stuff. And, I mean, this. I mean, the study makes, habits. It, it makes sense, but so many people, it is so difficult to get up extra early like that. I mean, yeah, you really got to make it a habit because, I mean, nobody wants to be up at that hour because no friends are up at that hour. It's not like you can call your friends at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. and go, hey, you want to hang out and study for a while? No, because nobody's up. Right. Right? But they all stay up late. Well, sort of see, so well, society it. has said, right? Hey, let's mm-hmm. stay up late and study. It, it, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's right. Come on over. So, we'll study. You know, all so night. It's difficult mm-hmm. for somebody to say, "No, I'm going to go to bed early because society. I can't hang out with my friends now because they're not up at the times right. I'm up. I got to go to bed." And they're like, "Okay, mm-hmm. bye, bye, sissy, or whatever." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you need your nap time. You missed your nap time. Okay, that's oh. Nice. Now there's peer pressure of uh... <laughs> exactly. But you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So I mean, it's it's so difficult, and and I'm not. A morning person, but it does make sense what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And and when you do wake up that that time, at least a few times, um, you know you you actually do start feeling a little better and and stuff. But four a.m. is an early time. I mean, the sun's not even up. I mean, come on. Well, now keep the, in mind. Well, keep in now mind. The sun's she, not up at ten p.m. either. In most cases, yeah, sometimes well, well, sunset is r- pretty late. Right. But yeah. <laughs> but 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 she said, keep in I mind digress. she said eight hours we need eight yes, hours eight so, hours so if exactly it's, so if it's ten that, right. that would be six at ten uh, that's six she said six. that's pushing the boundary there a yeah little bit, so you get up at five or during six during summer because sunsets later yeah that's true right she said yeah. that so there's two things you know important that I think you said was of course you need to make this a habit and then you said you used this and you probably didn't even realize you said this but you said <laughs> to get up extra early. Well, it's not. I, it's not extra early. It's well. It's it is. Time. To, it, it's, it is to society. You're right. That, right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. In our minds, this is extra early. Exactly. It's like what's well, no. It's the right time to get up if you're in yes. bed at the right time. Correct. You know. Correct. But, but in yeah. our minds, we go. Oh, that's extra early. You know. <laughs> yeah. And going to bed at eight o'clock is extra yeah, early. Well, going to bed. Yeah. Like, why are you in bed at eight? Yeah. What are you? Come on. What Everybody you, stays up till yeah, eleven. Some old man. You know. What are you going to do? You can't stay up and and watch wrestling or something on TV. That's you know. Exactly. Or whatever, wrestling. That's, that's an old term, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, <laughs> maybe, but, maybe to stay up and wrestle, you know. Right. You know. That, uh, that's, you're not supposed to exercise right before sleeping either, from what I've heard. So, you know. You gotta, well, she, well that, that's a total different uh, that's a, episode. Yeah, yeah. She did that yeah. uh, okay. interval training. So that's, that's right. That's if you, right. If you remember that. So. Coupled with sleep, though? She, I don't know if she's not coupled. That. Not coupled with she sleep. She might get there later in this I sleep. think she probably will. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sounds good. This is just awesome stuff. All right, all right. Here we go. Back to Ms. Barbara. There's a great deceiver out there who will deceive us as much as possible into missing out on these valuable hours. Yes, extra early. Where these process, processes <laughs> take take place in the night. Michael and I have been married 25 years, and when we married, he was a night owl. He had two children, he was a single father. He used to put his children to bed and then he'd go to the office till one o'clock in the morning. He said, no one rings me at one o'clock in the morning. There you go. I can get so much done. Yeah, it makes sense. So when we married, at 8.30 at night, I'd say, but I have claims. (laughs) I have claims to have time with you in the evening. Oh. He said, okay. And about every two weeks he'd say, I just gotta do it, I'm behind. 
and so he would, he would stay up till 1am. But what he found was his next day was wiped out. Mm-hmm. And what he does now, in fact, he, he never has a late night. He discovered that no one rings you at 4 or 5am, have you noticed? <laughs> there, Unless they're ringing from the other true, side of the world. Because everybody's out late. And That's you can right. get so much more done in those early hours of the morning. So even though I married a night owl, he is no longer a night owl. (laughs) He discovered a far better way. You might have heard the old saying that says, an hour before midnight is worth two hours after midnight. It's an old saying. And yet the research now proves why that is so. And there's another old saying, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy and wise. How about that? And it, it, it is true. What, what Dr. Matthew Walker showed was that 10 nights of six hours sleep a night, 50% cognitive performance, 50% less physical performance. You see, the six hours is a, is a total deception because you feel okay. Four hours, you have four hours sleep, you, you feel like it. <laughs> but six hours, you actually, you actually feel okay. But he showed you are not okay. It's, it's a great deception. So I used to... Eight is great. You know, when I turned 50, I started I to sleep a bit less. And I used to say to people, I only need six hours of sleep a night since I turned 60. And then in my mid-60s, I read the book Why We Sleep. And I thought, oh, <laughs> I need to sleep. <laughs> I need to sleep because of what I want out of my day and out of my life. So how did I train myself back into sleep? Listen, Ben. You see, my Mm. problem was I would wake up early and the chat room would start. You familiar with the chat room? Now I'm going to do this and I'll go over here and I'll do it like that. Chat, 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 chat. I had to get out of that chat room. Mm. Because if you get into the chat room, you're never going to sleep. So how do we get out of the chat room? Do you know there's lots of tips on how you can get out of the chat room. And how I get out of the chat room is I go through the verses that I've memorised. Probably the longest I've memorised is James chapter 1, it's 27 verses. And in the morning I think, where did I get to? I think I got to verse 13. (laughs) (laughs) Because I got out of the chat room. You've just got to get out of that chat room. And the old saying is to count sheep jumping over a fence. Uh, count to a hun- count from a hundred backwards. One lady told me that she re- she pictures someone in her life who she was very fond of when she was young. Maybe it's a great aunt. Maybe it's maybe it's a neighbour that she used to stay with. Maybe it's uh, you know whatever it is. I think my husband would picture helicopters because he's a helicopter pilot and he owned his own helicopter for a year. <laughs> His mother had died allowing a little bit of money to buy a helicopter. It was a very expensive toy. (laughs) Within one year, you've just about got to replace the whole helicopter. And we are a ministry with houses to renovate. But he had it for a year. He used to tell me that he dreams a lot about helicopters. (laughs) So it's just something that you love, something that will take your mind out of the chat room. My son James, he said, this is what I do. I lie there and I say, don't think, don't think, don't think, don't think, don't think. <laughs> I told one man about that and he said, 
It works. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't think, don't think, don't think. So it's, it's okay. whatever. Mm. Now there's another very good one, and this is found in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, where the Bible says, in everything give thanks. Just uh, to lie there and list all the things that mm. you're thankful for. I like that. Thank, thank you, Father in heaven, that I'm wide awake because now I can talk to you. <laughs> thank you. It's called actually cognitive behavioural therapy, which means if you say it's good, it will be, and if you say it's bad, it's, it will be. So some of the things that can stop you sleeping is getting into that chat room. You've just got to find a way to get out of the chat room. One lady said she puts a soft light on and reads a boring book. <laughs> the Life Habits of the Australian Platypus. <laughs> Something that's not terribly exciting. And she said when, when, when the book falls out of her hand, she quickly turns the light off and puts it down. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but what will, what will stop you sleeping is certainly the chat room and also getting annoyed with the fact that you can't sleep. You will never go to sleep mm. if you get annoyed with the fact that you can't sleep. Have you noticed? That must be That's it. why you've got to flip out of that and lie there and be thankful. Thank you so much, Father. I'm in mm. a comfortable bed. Thank you so much. I'm not in a Siberian work camp with newspaper for my blanket. Just be incredibly thankful for what you have because there's so much we have to be thankful for. If you don't can't think of anything to be thankful for. It's time to go and work in an orphanage in India or Africa for six months. Mm -hmm. You will be wow. so very thankful for what you have. Indeed. And you know what I find? Sure. I saw this in my, my friend's orphanage in Nakuru, Kenya. Those children are so happy. Mm. They're so happy. I said to one, do you like it here? I do. I've got a bed. They've mm. never had a bed. They haven't got a pillow. They can't afford pillows, actually. But they've got a bed. <laughs> Have you got a bed? That's something to be incredibly thankful for. What will also guarantee stop sleep is looking at your phone. Mm -hmm. And 80% of Americans sleep with their phones. Mm. And the pillow is no protection against those electromagnetic fields. So the phone must be far away from you. Mm-hmm. And if you need it, for a, need it for an alarm clock, put it in the hallway. I can promise you, you'll wake up. <laughs> so get that technology out of the bedroom to ensure that you sleep well. It's important to have the window open. I'm in a hotel at the moment, and unfortunately, I can only open it one inch. There are blocks on it. <laughs> but at night, I usually have my windows open wide. Also make sure that you're sleeping in natural fibre. Did you know that those chemical fabrics, those fabrics like polyester, nylon and acrylic, did you know they interfere with your electromagnetic field? Have you noticed they give off static sometime? So it's important to sleep in natural fibre, whether that be linen or whether that be cotton or whether it may be one of the new natural fabrics made out of wood, viscose or rayon or modal, but make sure you're sleeping in natural fibre. Make sure your sleeps, what the sheets in your bread are made out of natural fibre. 
because that does interfere with the air, it interferes with your, your whole body's mechanisms. Make sure that your, your bedding is aired in the sunshine regularly. Your blankets, your quilts. Have you noticed when you buy a pillow today, it's got a date on it? I didn't know that. Oh. I don't know about here, but in Australia, you buy a pillow, it's got a date on it. Because we lose a lot of moisture while we sleep. And especially if you perspire a little bit, then the moisture goes into the pillow. And if that doesn't get a good sun and air, can you see mould can build up in, in that pillow? So it's important that, the, that all of our bedding is clean and, and is made out of natural fibre. Also look at the, the environment where you sleep. If you've got carpet in your bedroom, that must be vacuumed at least once a week. That bed should be pulled out. So make sure that the air in your breathing, breathing that you're breathing while you sleep is the purest of air. Now some people choose to sleep with a little bit of tape over their mouth. Not like this, just a little bit of tape to encourage nose breathing. And that's one of the best ways to stop snoring and also to conquer sleep apnea. Now, just a little bit there, so at a stretch, you can open a little bit of your mouth. But a way to get used to that is to put a little bit of tape on your mouth for maybe an hour a day for four or five days before you decide to sleep with it all night. Because remember what breathing through your nose does, it purifies the air, it warms the air, it humidifies the air, it pressurises the air, it balances the blood gases. And I'm just telling you the main ones, there's a whole lot of other little bits and pieces it does. So make sure your nose breathing at night, if you're not sure, you can try that little bit of tape. Also important that when you go to sleep, that, you've, that your stomach is empty. When we Sleep at night, our stomach wants to sleep as well. Okay, good, good place to stop. She, now, she, she's mentioned a lot of things here right at the very end. Now, I wanted to clarify a couple of things for those that don't have the benefit of seeing. When she's talking about a piece of tape, she's, she's motioning on her mouth. And I'm just going to use this term. It's like, a, and, uh, I, I'm sorry, but I've just got to... I think of Hitler, that that mustache he had, like right under his nose, just straight, okay. straight down. And that's what right. she's saying. Just a little, if you could imagine, from right underneath your nose towards your chin, just a little strip of tape there. Now, is, is she doing scotch tape or like a duct tape she, that's stickier? She, she did not. She did not say. I oh, would. Th she I said just see. to give you know to help you to remind yourself. So I'm thinking it's probably uh, scotch tape, or if it was me. I would probably use something like a surgical tape, you know, you know, like right. Because you know, like, I'm like scotch tape would just fall off yeah. after a couple breaths if you open your mouth. Yeah. So yeah. well, I don't, I okay. don't know that it's to keep it closed, well, but no, it's, it's but, to I give mean, you, uh, you know, to help you to remember. Put a, put a little tension there, so yes. that if you start opening your mouth, you'd feel it. Maybe that's right. That's right. Because so, yeah. scotch tape, I mean, I'm not sure if it, because if it like falls off or anything, then you. 
Yeah, and of course, if you've but, got full yeah. facial hair, mustache, right. beard, you know, yeah. it, it might be another trick. I don't know, glue or whatever. Uh, and I'm super ki- glue. I'm, I'm yeah. kidding, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Scotch tape <laughs> with super glue, folks. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Uh, you do know, not but, do that. But a, a number of things. It's it's sort of a preparation also to get the good sleep because if you lie down, you right. think, okay, I've got it. I've got to, I've got to, you know, start this new habit. I'm in the bed and then you toss and turn for two hours. Well, now you've just right. interfered with, so it's not, it may not be as easy to begin, but I think it needs to be a goal all the way to the one thing that I took away is, you know, I, and I had heard this, but I need to get better at removing my phone. Look, it's time yes. to go to, it's yes. time to go to bed. Boom. You know, if I need to, you know, like she said, do a memory uh, exercise or whatever. Uh, the the cleanliness of uh, the room, the the your your pajamas, your night night clothes, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, very right. important. I we we had been doing even in the winter time, we keep our window open a, a little bit. You know, and I always, right. you know, I've I heard, I've heard for many years that that's very important. You know, fresh air. You know, you yes. don't. You know, yes. you wouldn't want to have your window wide open with the air conditioner going. But I think some fresh air is is fine, and right. that's good. So, yeah. Uh, but, the, ladies and gentlemen, just a lot that goes on, and 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 the importance of sleep. You know, uh, I can honestly say I've never seen a date on my pillow, but uh, I would think that you could possibly wash those on a regular basis i think now and then uh you know let them dry yeah and i totally forgot because i had also heard when i was growing up everybody had clotheslines all the clothes were hung outside that's and, right and it's not just because they didn't have dryers but the importance of having them dry in fresh air hmm. so and of course maybe in the big city you wouldn't have that luxury of fresh air um or right. a clothesline. So, but lots to think about. Great stuff from Miss Barbara, um, and and we'll continue this uh, on our next episode. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, we thank you so much for being with us here on this episode. And Ben, let's uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer as we close. All right. Father in heaven, we once again thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this platform that you uh, have allowed us to to be on broadcasting throughout the world. Uh, we thank you for all of our listeners. We we ask for special blessings on those and those that are, are or have been trying to uh, institute this new habit of sleep into their life. We pray that you give them the strength and the patience and, and, and just the overall uh, uh, power to be able to do this. Uh, Give them the 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 courage even uh, to not give up because this is an important part of our health. So we thank you for uh, Miss Barbara O'Neill. We ask for special blessings on her as she's speaking out and she's speaking out truth, as uncomfortable as it may be. Uh, we we thank you for her and we ask for special blessings upon her and her family. And Father, there's many others that are out there doing the same thing that uh, Miss Barbara is with health and other things, and uh, just overall uh, spiritual health, uh, uh, sanitation, hygiene, and uh, all of it. So once again, thank you for being here with us today, and may all those that are listening 
be blessed because of what they have heard today. And as always, we ask that every intent of our thought be pure. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.